Welcome to the Revolution of Interdependence podcast. My name is Will Sampson. I'm a social scientist who guides executives and companies to new levels of growth. If you want to improve your life all by yourself, look, that's your business. But if you want help from others, that's our business. And that's what this podcast is all about, helping each other succeed. We do that by inviting people into a growing revolution of interdependence. So let's get into today's podcast. Well, good morning, everyone. I am here with Ryan Coate. And Ryan is the owner of Morning Upgrade, which is a business dedicated to increasing the awareness of personal development through a blog, through podcasts, through books, through morning routine cards, which we're going to talk about. And he is the uh, host of the Morning Upgrade podcast, which is really good. And I have listened to it and I recommend it. So we are really happy to have Ryan join us today. So welcome, Ryan. Hey, Will. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Uh, Looking forward to talking with you. Excellent. So, you know, we always start off, we focus on interdependence and kind of how we help each other succeed. So we always have one stock question, which is, Tell us a story about someone or some group that was the real difference maker for you, someone that you can't imagine having had the success you've had in life without that person or group. And sure. I mean, I think the fir- first answer would be, of course, like the influence of my parents. But uh, but I also want to mention masterminds because I'm a huge fan of masterminds. And there's one in particular. I am part of three right now, but there's one that I've been a member for, I think, four years, five years now. So I have to I have to really focus on that one because I've had the most experience and just the most change with them. And so it's a mastermind called iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's 10 of us in the group, but well, there's 150 in the whole mastermind, but my pod, if you want to call that as a group of 10 guys, and some of them have been with me from the very beginning. So I've seen them change businesses, evolve, grow, grow through challenges. And then same with me. And so it's been really life-changing. It's pushed me out of my comfort zone in certain cases yeah. and it's helped me get through things and it's, it's personal and professional. So we really, you really get to know the people in the group over time. That is awesome. Yeah, that's great. And yes, I love that idea of masterminds. I'm part of two as well. So I'm a big, big fan of the mastermind idea. Um, so I read your story and I read how kind of your personal growth journey led to um, launching this idea of morning routine. And so Love to hear that story. Tell us the story and and how that created the thing you do now with with um, Morning Upgrade. Sure. Yeah. So my journey. I mean, so I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Uh, you mentioned that in, in the bio. So I got a couple of businesses with my family, uh, marketing and now roofing. And so I come from a family of entrepreneurs. So I've always had it in my blood. And I don't know if that's pushed me into personal development too. I don't really know what the catalyst was there. But I remember from a very early age reading books that were not the common books that we read at that age. Right. I'm trying to remember like how to win friends, influence people, right. uh, thinking big. There's other books, other books too, yeah. but I've always been, gra- you know, if you put me in Barnes and Noble, I'm going to that section, business right. and then personal growth. You know, there's only two sections we're going. And so I've always been interested in that. And I started writing as part of my, uh, my personal brand, if you want to call it that, with Ballantyne, with LinkedIn, I, used to st- I was writing articles on marketing and I was writing articles on personal development, like cold showers, morning routines. Right. And um, what really, the, the catalyst for the morning routines though, and I, I mean, I'm going to get to how I started morning upgrade too, but the catalyst for the morning routines was in 2017. 
in Ballantyne, we were going through some challenges. I mean, there's always challenges too, right, of course. But th- these were like a lot of challenges all at once where it felt like something was happening. I felt very mediocre. Uh, we were just losing a lot of clients. We obviously weren't dialed in with who we were dealing who we who we, who we serve best. And so we just were losing a lot of clients all at once, big clients too. And so I had the awareness, at least from the books I read up to that point, to know that, yes, there's things with the business that we need to fix, but I need to also look inside here because obviously I'm something I'm doing too. Um, and so that's where I just happened to hear Hal, Hal Elrod on a podcast. And he's like the, the OG of morning routines, if you want to call him that. Yeah. And just happened to... You know, or maybe it was there all the time. I just, my antenna wasn't up for it. And, uh, and so I was like, oh, morning routines. I should try that. Cause I was like trying to figure out what to do with the business. What can I do to fix myself? And so I was like, our morning routines make sense. I started boxing. I made changes to my diet, like no red meat, just trying to like turn the dials wherever I can to feel better about myself and invest in myself. And so that's where the morning routines started coming in is going through those challenges. Um, and that really just set me down a journey of uh, playing with the morning routines reading more content, joining a mastermind, uh, which was right around the same time too. And then that launched to morning upgrade. But I'm going to take, I'm going to pause for a second because I'm, I feel like I'm going on for a while here, but that was the, that was the starting point for morning upgrade in 2020. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And yeah, you said you came from a family of entrepreneurs, but clearly there was something motivating you. Like, what do you think that was? Because it cl- I think you alluded to this. It's not like you didn't know the information and it's not like there isn't a ton of information out there. Something about, I don't know, was it the Miracle Morning book? Is that what you read? That was what got me really into morning routines. That, that was what introduced me to the concept. I, I mean, I don't know if I, I'm trying to remember if I knew it was a thing. I don't think I did because I remember when I was listening to the podcast, I was like, huh, that's different. Right. Waking up yeah. early and doing like journaling and meditation. And, <laughs> and so I was like, I should give it a try. It makes sense with where I'm at right now. Yeah. I'm always curious though, like what is that thing that caused it to matter to you then? Because <clears throat> there's a there's more than enough information on growth and even on morning routines and all that. And yet there was something about the time you were at then and uh the you know the information you received that you're like, okay, now I'm doing this. Like, can you reflect on that? Like what was your what was happening then that that they're like, yeah, now I'm gonna do this. I think it was the pain of, of going through all those losses with the clients and finding out, feeling mediocre and feeling like something was wrong. So for me, it was like, I was trying to fix myself. I was going through a pain. I was very flustered and I was like, I need to invest in myself. I don't think it always needs to be a result from pain. I think, you know, I think personal development, like on my podcast, I was talking to a guest and we were talking about why do people gravitate towards personal development, Mm -hmm. morning routines and all that. And his theory was it's either, you're trying to get over something that happened in your childhood, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe it's trauma or maybe it's just insecurities, or maybe it's just you're really addicted to getting 1% better every day, or sometimes it's a combination of the two. <clears throat> I think for me, it's probably a combination of the two. Um, but that's probably a common story for most people. You know, it's, you go through challenges up to when you're up through adulthood and uh, you're just trying to become a better person. Yeah. What was your first routine? Like what, what kicked it off? Well, I followed the I followed the Miracle Morning to a T for a while, and then at, over time, and he's got this whole thing. It's called Sabers. I can't remember what they stand for now, but it's called Sabers, and it's that each letter stands for something. And uh, 
over time, you know, I just played with my own routine. Like it's like anything, like if you're cooking or, you know, once you do something long long enough, you start to develop your own routine, your own way of doing things. I like this. I don't like that. I know for me personally, like my morning routine now, it's about 25 minutes. I boil it down to like the real basics of what I, what I want to do that marries up to my goals. And so, but that, that came, you know, that came, it was like a year ago I did that. And so as you dive more into a topic, you learn more about it, you get more comfortable. That's when you can start to really develop your own way of doing it. And that's what happened to me with morning routines. Yeah, I love that. And and what what is your morning look like? Like kind of walk us through what you, those 25 minutes look like for you. Sure. So what I do is and I, I've got like cards that lead that, that guide me. I'm not trying to sell them. It's you can use a pen and paper to a yeah. notepad. I just prefer in the morning, take a card, pen to paper, and I start to get at it. And so um, I'll give you my exact morning routine. I'll try to keep it real concise. So I ask myself a series of questions. Well, first of all, I get a, I get a glass of water or I get myself a lemon seltzer. I'm addicted, I'm addicted to these things now. Uh-huh. Um, and so I ask myself, what's my number one priority for today? Sometimes it's one or two things, sometimes it's three, but what are my goals for today? Write them down. Uh, what am I grateful for? Write down what I'm grateful for. And again, I'm going pen to paper. I tried apps before, like the five minute journal app. Right. It's a great app. I just, once I'm on the phone, it's like, I just become like a zombie. So I prefer to just to leave that off as long as I can. So what am I grateful for? What's my biggest win from yesterday? So I'm thinking about yesterday, what happened? What's my biggest win from yesterday? I also write down who I'm going to reach out to today. Is it a client? Is it my mom, my dad, family member, friend? Someone that's on my mind that I want to reach out to and that I make sure I do by the end of the day. And then I've got a spot for journaling. And so sometimes I'll just journal out my thoughts. Sometimes I'll write down my affirmations. Sometimes I'll write down my intentions for how I want to show up for the day. It's a little bit different. Uh, I usually gravitate now towards intentions and some affirmations, but it just depends. And then I... I exercise for five minutes. We're almost done. I exercise for five minutes. Usually it's uh, uh, burpees with pull-ups. I've got a pull-up bar to my left here. Nice. So burpees and pull-ups. Pull and then uh, I meditate for five or six minutes using Insight Timer. That's where my phone comes in because I need the app. Right. I meditate yeah. for five or six minutes using Insight Timer. And then I read a few pages of a book. Right now I'm reading Robin Sharma's Everyday Hero Manifesto. I think it's really good. Yeah. That's it. That's 25 minutes. That's great. That's great. Uh, and obviously that didn't, those 25 minutes didn't come to you now. Like what was your progress like and how did you, how did you build on it? Cause I know in my own experience, like I established almost like a beachhead, like, okay, I got this thing now. Now I can build these other things. I'm just curious, like what, what did that growth progress or process look for, like for you? And and maybe part of way the way to answer that is how do you prioritize what to prioritize? I mean, one of the problems that I see in the personal growth world is there's just so many options. Like, how do you know what to prioritize in in terms of those things? How did you come up with that list for you? What was your what was your brain process like? Yeah, it's it's a tough. Qu- I mean, I'm going to answer. It's a tough question to answer because a lot of it's up here and based on my right. experiences of just going through it for so long. But I will say the starting point of it was pen to paper journaling. I had my journal, you know, and I said, okay, well, I want to craft my own morning routine. I know I know, I want it to be under 30 minutes because I've got small kids and, you know, I just want something that I have no excuse not to do. Uh, but it still needs to have the, the elements that are going to help me, you know. And so I knew I wanted to be under 30 minutes. So I started literally pen to paper in this journal, uh, 
what are the components that are really important to me? And I knew I needed, I wanted stuff for physical, like exercise, stuff for my mind, um, and stuff for progress, like business priorities and whatnot, and relationships. And so I knew like what parts were important to me. And so then I was like, okay, well, what what can I do that checks off all those boxes? And and you know, some of the stuff was obvious, like gratitude practice and and then celebrating a win. Those were things I was always doing. But like, who am I going to reach out to today? That was something I thought of because. I wanted to create like a habit or a process around constantly reaching out to different people. And so I was like, oh, well, I write it down. I will, um, you know, the exercise and the meditation, I, I mean, you know, they're short, but I knew I wanted to keep it to under 30 minutes and it's not the only meditation exercise exercise I do for the day. I will do more throughout the day, but I wanted to at least start the day with some momentum where if something happens throughout the day where I can't at least know in the morning, I've got, you know, I got those 10 minutes of meditation and, and, and exercise in. And so for me, it was just like a journey, just write. I, you know, I sometimes will journal on different things I'm going through, like pros and cons. And I think it took me a couple hours. I was just, I was writing down, okay, gratitude practice. That'll probably take me two minutes. I'm going to meditate for five minutes. I was just playing around with it until I got something that clicked in my gut. I'm like, that's it. That's the routine. And I tried it for a few weeks and I loved it. And then I made the cards, you know, made it official. Yeah. I love that. And you've, you've talked about pen or pen and, or pencil and paper a couple of times now, like what happens to you kinesthetically? Like what, why is it important for you to, to write it and not put it on a computer? I think for one thing, I'm trying to really get myself more off of technology. That's I'm really trying to create a digital sunset where an hour before I go to bed, there's no electronics whatsoever. I've failed so far, but that's like a top <laughs> priority for me right now. Um, right. But in the morning, I think what it is is pen to paper, your brain, you know, you, you write slower than you can think. And so it forces you to slow down and it's something soothing to me, just pen to paper. Um, plus if I'm on my phone, then I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm tempted to check my email and then what landmines are awaiting in there for me to explode. And so, uh, but I think if I had to pick one thing and I think it's yeah, the fact that you're, that you write slower than you think. And so you, you have to like slow down your brain and really just give yourself time to focus. And it creates like a soothing effect, at least in my experience. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have had the same experience. Do you ever feel, um, I don't know if pressure is the right word, but I don't know. I'll, I'll speak from my own experience. Sometimes I feel like, Oh, um, I'm not doing like I should meditate for an hour or I should do, you know, like, do you ever feel this kind of pressure to like step it up? I mean, what, what allows you to feel content what allows you to feel content within a bounded set of morning routines when even, even in the sort of self-growth or personal growth and, and self-development world, there's always this more, more, more. Like I'm wondering what, what happens in your head that you're like, yes, this is the right amount of time. This is, this is why I feel good about it. And I'm going to do this and, and then start my day. It's funny. My brother asked me the same question because we, with Ballantyne, we do a book club every Friday and my rules will do the book club during the, work hours with the team, but it has to be a personal growth book. And it's going to be a short book. We're not going to slog through a 500 pager, right. but it's going to be a personal growth book. And he asked me that a couple of times. I think it's a couple of things. I think like if you're like, I'm into this stuff, so it doesn't really feel like work. I like tinkering with it. And I know like this routine I have now, like I, um, I'm always looking for ways to make things a little bit better. Like the reading, something I added uh, like a few months ago, a few pages, like, oh, it makes sense. I'll add that in. Mm -hmm. um, I also have the happy light. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like UV light therapy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I have that shining on my face, like a crazy person as I write down my answer. I didn't mention that in the beginning, but uh, I've got that right. light, you know, and so I'm always looking for ways. So I, I have like, I just, 
I'm just flexible with myself. I know like things are going to change. I'm okay with it because I enjoy this journey. I was like tinkering, like experimenting with different different things. I think the real question is how do you how do you appreciate your life and what you've done so far, what you've accomplished, so you don't get totally sucked into got to get better, you know, ah, 1%, you know, you're never really fully present. So for me, that's, that's the journaling. That's reminding myself to be present, the gratitude practice, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing gratitude practice with my daughters and just trying to get myself present. Like one of the things I wrote down into my attention today is to be present. And so I just have to remind myself. And I also like to write down the things that I've accomplished so far that I'm proud of, like yeah. graduating college with good grades, yeah, starting multiple businesses, raising happy, healthy kids so far, you know, like I write down things that I'm proud of too, just to remind myself that I might not be where I want to be, you know, yet like the version 2.0 of myself, you know, I'm trying to close that gap, but I still have accomplished a lot in my 43 years of being on this planet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know the um, speaker and author, Eric Edmeets, but he talks about a hindsight window, sort of, we need to pause and look back and, and just, see where we've come and and at least for i know for myself my own experience that's a real opportunity for gratitude because i realize there's been a lot of great things happen and a lot of great people that have helped me uh make those things happen um yeah absolutely that's good word now um you are an entrepreneur and i know you also kind of work with entrepreneurs especially even in the marketing agency so i'm wondering if you have any what reflections you have on like morning routines and how that relates to entrepreneurship. Because I know the work I do as an entrepreneur, like there is, <laughs> if, I didn't, if I didn't start with a little bit of grounding, that's just stuff's not going to happen that day. So I'm wondering what your reflections are on like how morning routines prepare you to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, I think my, my, the morning routine is my pillar habit, uh, but I think personal development, personal growth overall, like the content you consume, your self-education, um, how you talk to yourself, um, the morning routine. I'm even thinking about a nighttime routine now, just yeah. because if I'm going to sunset myself from electronics for an hour before bed, what right. am I going to do? Obviously hang out right. with my wife, but like, what am I going to do? I have to have a nighttime routine, like meditate or something like that. Um, but I think the morning routine is a pillar habit because you, you know, it's something like the, like they're saying, the, the best investment you can make is in yourself. And that really is true. If you're going to run a business, even if you're not going to run a business, if you're an employee and you want to you give it your all, you have to invest in yourself. And what I found that is it changes your identity, like identity. Like if I'm the person that wakes up early and invests in myself, I'm also the, probably the kind of person that invests, invests in myself with like meditation and exercise. I'm also probably the type of person that will make better food choices. Right. Um, look, uh, look for ways to make myself uncomfortable. Like I just joined, you can't tell what my t-shirt, but I joined a Krav Maga class 10 minutes from my oh, house. Okay. Right so on. after this or around lunchtime, I'm going to go. And that's definitely like pushing myself out of my comfort zone. I yeah. walked into that mat and I was like, what am I doing here? You know, right. <laughs> but just looking for ways to push yourself out of your comfort zone. So it starts to change your identity and it doesn't happen yeah. fast. It's, 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 you start to feel differently about yourself. Not that things are perfect. Not that you don't run into challenges, not that you don't have bad days, but you start to feel differently about yourself, your identity shifts. That's at least my experience. I think that's really important for entrepreneurs. I do too. Yeah, certainly identity. I know even um, even identifying myself as an entrepreneur changes the way I see myself in the world and the way I approach my day. There was an article. I read it in the Washington Post, although it may have been on the National Service, but um, 
talking about the difference between people who describe themselves as exercisers and those who describe themselves as athletes, even if they're weekend athletes competing in Krav Maga or, or I do obstacle marathons, like the people who describe themselves as athletes are just have better routines. They get more done. They, they take more advantage of, of the exercise work that they're doing and so on. Yeah. Um, how do they all fit together? Cause I know like you've, so you've talked about journaling, you talk about eating, you talk about exercising, like how do they all fit together and how do they feed off each other for lack of a better term? I think a lot of it comes down to, I mean, most of the stuff that I'm doing in my morning routine is really, it comes down to how I feel about myself, how yeah. I feel, how I feel about myself and the mindset for me, I like, I write in my book, like, you know, the mindset is mindset is like the, what is it? The small hinge that swings the big door. It's really, sure. it's like, it, it could, it influences everything. If you get up here, correct. Like pointing to my head, right. you know, it, it all trickles down. And so for me, a lot of this is, is intertwined with mindset even exercise, like get my blood flowing with pull-ups and I start, I feel better to myself. I feel stronger, which makes me feel better. So I think if I had to answer that question the best way possible, I think it's, it's all intertwined towards my mostly mindset and you get that right. And then it trickles down to all other areas of your life. Yeah. Integration. I can, I can completely see that. And, and, and integration, I mean, even for like, so I'm a person in long-term recovery. And one of the things that we're always seeking is how do I bring my mind, body, and spirit back into the, conversation with itself like with each other <laughs> like so yeah i think that practices are a big way to do that that's brilliant um and so now you run two other small businesses like how do you fit it all together and i guess how do you how does the prioritization of that morning routine give you the ability to then prioritize throughout the day so with Ballantyne, we have the marketing agency, which is my right. primary thing. We have the roofing company. I don't do much with that except for I, I belonged. I joined a weekly 7 a.m. networking group on Wednesdays to, to, mm -hmm. just to try to drum up leads. It's it's a new business. So yeah. kind of all hands on deck trying to get leads. <clears throat> and so but that's really the extent of it. I, I think I might come in later, do some marketing for the business because I, I have a very long history in SEO, search engine optimization. And so I probably will dabble in that because I enjoy it and just right. try to help the website. Um, but the, and then I have morning upgrade, which is a business LLC and all that. And so, you know, most of what I do is really focus on, on Valentine and just feeding myself for content for a morning upgrade, like trying to hold myself accountable, learn new things that I can write about, find guests. Um, but yeah, my morning routine, it's really tied towards the marketing agency and, and morning upgrade, trying to make myself a better version for those two businesses. I love that. And speaking of being a better version for something, let's turn toward maybe some more questions about interdependence because that's you know what we talk about a lot here, obviously, on this podcast. So morning routines and sort of the way you've chosen now to structure your day, what do you see as the impact of that to your family, to the people around you, to, to the world? Like how does, how does that better version of you make the world better and the people around you better? That's that's a big focus of myself right now, like morning upgrade. Yes, I want it's a business. I want to try to grow it, maybe create a mastermind out of it. But really, it's my impact project. So yeah. every person that comes to my site, every person that listens to my podcast, I'd like to think that they're learning some things or reinforcing what they know. And that gets me going because I think about the ripple, ripple effect of if, if you listen and you hear something that a guest on my podcast says that you didn't know about and you tell someone else, 
and that you've changed, you've introduced, introduced it to them, that ripple effect uh, gets me going. I write about that all on the blog. And yeah, I like to think I'm showing up as a different person. You know, I've got my my wife reading uh, T. Harv Ecker's Millionaire Mind. It's a book oh. that one of my masterminds recommended. Yeah. I think it's really yeah. good. And so I have her reading it now. Um, my kids, that's a big focus for me because they're young enough where they'll still semi-listen to me. And uh, so I have them do <laughs> enjoy it while Enjoy it while you can, trust me. <laughs> oh, my 11-year-old, I already see the door shutting. I'm, right. I'm trying to like open the door up a little bit. But right. um, so I had them do gratitude practice at night. Nice. I'll play my podcasts in the car if, you know, when, when we're driving around, just to try to let it sink in. Right. Uh, exercise is a big part of our family. Like my daughter, we were exercising yesterday together. She was on the Peloton, which is right behind me. You can't see, but, and uh, I was doing some body weights exercises. My, my other daughters are in gymnastics and soccer and dance. So exercise is a big part of the family that we try to do together. So just looking for ways to inject personal development, but I even do it at Ballantine too. Like we have the book club I mentioned, um, and then I send out an email every Sunday to the team. It's company news, uh, new client up, new client updates and things like that. But then I also include personal growth content, like something that I read, something that I heard that I think they'll enjoy. So I'm just trying to like pepper, not in like a, <clears throat> let me overwhelm you, sit down for an hour and just try to right. kill you with this information. It's more just like peppering where I can and just to have micro influence on people that are, are around me. That's my approach at least. Sure. Yeah. And how do you do, how do you do marketing authentically? It's, it's one thing that I struggle with, particularly because I'm so focused on relationships and how we, you know, how we sort of make the world be better and work together better. How do you market in a way that's authentic? I mean, I I've sat through some of these programs. I'm not a gift. I'm not a by nature marketer, which is funny because my dad was in sales, but I just didn't, that gene escaped me. Um, so how do you do that and, and create like authentic relationships with people? And especially with like SEO, where you're, you want to sort of grab some part, probably in their limbic system of their brain, like you want to grab their instant reaction and yet you want it to be authentic. How do you do that? And two things come to mind when you're asking that. Uh, I think it really comes down to, I think sales has changed in this way too, is more like educating and providing value. So not just trying to like close the deal though you need to, it's more about uh, providing value and make sure you're asking their, answering their questions. Like right now for for Valentine, we're, we're pivoting our blogging strategy as we speak. We're, well, it's been, we've, our last few blogs are like this, but answering questions, like what questions do we hear a lot yeah. and then answering those questions. That came from a book I read, They Ask, You Answer. I'm 90% sure that's a title. Okay. Yeah. So shifting towards what questions do people ask, have, then how do you answer them? And then in the sales process, providing value, make sure you're trying to like diagnose their problem and not just try to sell them. If you think about it, it's like when you go to a doctor, they're not, they're asking questions, they're trying to figure out what's wrong. And then, and then they, they say, this is what we should do. So I think it comes down to value and, and education. And then I'm also looking at it. So like with Morning Upgrade, what's interesting is I'm trying to inter, intertwine the two businesses with Valentine and Morning Upgrade. So I've got my book. I mail it to clients. I mail it to prospects. I invite uh, I invite uh, clients and prospects on my podcast and say, hey, can I interview you? And so that's been an interesting little spin on it. I wasn't expecting to go down that route, but it, right. it supports my mission of impact. And uh, it sets us apart a little bit because now we're coming at them from a different angle that might help them too. 
Yeah, I had um, I interviewed Mike Capuzzi a couple of weeks ago. He has a, a program called Bite Size Books where he helps businesses, um, you know, create books that relate to their expertise. And really, you know, the like the technology is there in ways that couldn't have imagined before um, and being able to share your expertise. So I think that's really great. I listened to that. I listened to the episode, Mike. I, I love that idea of the bite-sized books. I, I think that's really neat. Uh, the Shook, yeah. says he called it. Shook, is it Shook? Shook. Yeah, yeah. Shooks. Exactly. Yeah. I love that idea too. And it's, you know, the 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 era of the Uber professional who knows everything about everything and can fill 400 pages in a book. Uh, I just don't have I don't have time for that. <laughs> Also, like reading yeah. the, reading those books. I mean, reading the Robin, Robin Chalmers book to mm-hmm. because he I really resonate with his personal growth advice. But then even that, it's like I'm uh, it's a few pages every morning, so it's been taking me right. forever to read it. But I'm not worried about it because I'm just I'm gonna get through it eventually. It's part of my routine. But I like the short size books, uh, the yeah. like the 150 pages or less. Yeah, that's what I like. I do too. Yeah, I think we're awash in inform- Like we have more information than we've ever had before, and yet people seem more stuck than they've ever been stuck. So clearly just throwing more information out there in the world isn't necessarily helping people. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Good. Well, so what else are you reading? Like what else, what are you focused on that you want to share with uh, the audience? And I want to talk about your morning routine cards and stuff like that. We'll, we'll do that here in just a minute, but like what, what, what's on your nightstand right now, Robin Sharma, but like, what else, what are you reading? What are you thinking about? What's, sort of driving, what's, what question are you asking right now that you don't have an answer for yet? So I'm always, I toggle, I, I, always, I'm, I usually have a few books going on at once. It sounds like a lot, but one is part of my morning routine. Okay. Yep. One I'm reading with my team and then one I'm listening to on audible while I'm driving around or going for a run or going for a walk. And so, um, how do I pick the books? That's a good question. I usually, I usually toggle between personal growth, Something I heard, something that was recommended to me by a guest or a mastermind, right. or it's like marketing, entrepreneurship, sales related. I think sales is a big topic that I, I want to learn as much as possible about because I feel like if you bec- if you could become a master salesperson, right, you're just like you're, you'll never not have career growth. It's just like something that is so necessary. Doing it the right way, and so I've read I don't know 10, 12, 15 sales books, and so I usually toggle between those. Um, the books I'm reading right now, like I mentioned, Everyday Hero Manifesto. I'm also reading, um, well, this is a book that you, you probably haven't heard of. It's called Sustainable Excell- Excellence by this guy, Terry Tucker. He was on my podcast. Okay. I really liked the message. Yeah. He gave a great interview and he told me he was writing a book. And so I said, you know, I'm going to buy some copies and we're going to read it in part of my mass- in my nice. book club. And then when we're done, he's going to come on the, the video call and answer whatever questions we have. So that was kind of cool. I wasn't expecting awesome. to offer that. And so I don't know, I, I, I think it goes back to what I said before too, like when you're immersed in something so for so long, not that I'm an expert by any means, but you know, you, you, you consume so much content that I'm able to spot books that look really interesting to me that I think I'm going to get something from very quickly based on right. the cover, based on the title, based on the book description. And so I just scan for books that I think are going to help me, but they're usually, like I said, around personal growth, sales, marketing business slash entrepreneurship. That's awesome. How do people connect with you? I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, just Ryan Cote, C-O-T-E. Uh, our marketing agency is ballantine.com. 
and uh, morning upgrade is morningupgrade.com. So everything, everything is on those two sites. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. It'd be tough to miss that. Yeah. Thanks. Lou. Well, this was great. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to share you, uh, to share your thoughts with the people who listen to this podcast and uh, to get that story, uh, particularly of this morning routines. I think, I think it's, I know from my own experience, that was absolutely critical for me and part of my personal transformation. So I'm really thankful for you and for your work, the work that you do. Yeah, I really enjoyed this conversation, Will. You did a great job. Uh, it was very easy to talk to you and I'm hoping your listeners uh, get a couple of nuggets out of it. There we go. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Will. And that's a wrap for today. Please follow me on social. You can find me at Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at the Will Sampson. Please hit the subscribe button below to be notified of the latest episodes. Thanks, everyone. And I will see you next time on the Revolution of Interdependence podcast.